Mindset can be a really fluffy topic, especially when they don't give any context behind it. So on today's episode, I want to give you some examples and some context about how I went from a broke group fitness instructor to now living comfortably, working full-time as a freelancer and not having to worry about the bills. Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up to take action and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan and this is Storytelling Secrets. Welcome back. Hey, this is Jules Dan here on a Monday, Storytelling Secrets. What's going on? I want to talk to you about something called, a fluffy topic called uh, mindset because uh You've heard it all before, the motivational speakers on the stage. Oh man, I've been there before. Big Gary V event I went to, I remember a few years ago. All these people going, rah, 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 you need to do this, you need to do this. This is how, this is how winners think. They don't, they don't actually give me much context. And I want to give you sort of like wrapping up the end of the year, I want to give you three really important mindset lessons I've learned and applied this year that actually work, that have actually gotten me results they've taken me from someone who quite frankly i feel a bit sad to say this but just a bit of a loser (laughs) loser thinking broke thinking poverty thinking into something that's just slowly evolving into i can see results um i'm getting better results (laughs) i'm seeing results getting better results but but really i'm just a lot more happier as well that's that's the key thing everyone everyone's seeking happiness don't you want happiness Anyways, um, it, it, this this episode kind of got me thinking uh, from one of my client interviews. His name is Ruben Williams. He's the host of the Sports Grad podcast. It's a bit different to, to this podcast. It's more about finding a job in the sports industry. And if you didn't know a little bit about my past, I, I, did, I was an exercise and sports science graduate. I did a lot of group fitness training, a lot of personal training. Uh, I was really into that sort of space. And I'm so glad I got out of it <laughs> because it is, I'm talking to Ruben on this client call and it is extremely difficult for these people to find a job because one, they set the standards way too high and two, it is ultra competitive and three, a lot of these people used to think like I did, you know, if they don't have a clear path, they might think, what's the point? Or if that it costs 80 bucks to go a net, networking event, why spend the money? Because you, you might not see a return on investment straight away. Now, these aren't the things I'm going to be talking about, but it, it sparked this idea for me to to talk about some three key mind le- mindset lessons I learned this year. So, let's get this started. Number one, and this is oh, this applies to pretty much anyone who's got parents. So, stop seeking validation and approval from people who you desperately want validation and approval from. All right? 
Now, I'm not going to be that motivational speaker on the stage and say, this, this is what you should do. So, I want to tell you a little bit of a story, right? So, when I, two years ago, the last two years before I moved here uh, to Adelaide, so prior to March 2017 until March 2020, I was at home, right? I was trying to do little marketing side hustles, working part-time as a group fitness instructor. And, you know, during my time off, I'd be trying to build websites, do funnels for people, do Facebook ads for people. And I'd have to report back to my parents. Oh, I didn't have to, but when we sat down for dinner at the table, they'd ask, how's your day day gone? And it was just like this drip, like a drip news feed almost of what my progress was like. And, you know, some weeks were really slow progress and other weeks I got a win and then a client pulled out last minute and... Uh, you know, some days didn't feel like doing it and have to make something up. So, you know, to my parents, they're probably being like, what is this guy even doing? Like, this guy is a grown man. When I was his age, I was already out and about doing stuff, got a career going. This dude's like, where's his life going? I'm a bit concerned. And I was just constantly seeking that, like, hey, I'm on the right track. I'm on the right track. And it wasn't until where I moved away from home because of COVID, but I'm so glad I've moved away now um, in, in different state as well. So I can't just drive over to my house. Uh, anyways, so I was forced to grow up. I was forced to just work on myself, forced to get my own business up, forced to get clients money in through the door without having to report back, without having to seek this validation of, hey, I'm on the right track. And it wasn't until maybe like two or three months after that it sort of clicked for me that, you know, I have to do this for myself. Now, I can't just let anyone else get in the way. So, like a little action step for you is obviously, okay, so if it's hard for you to block out uh, certain people, here's another thing you can block out, social media. That is huge. So, um, I do, I rarely use social media to just scroll, mindlessly zombie scroll. That is just not me. You can ask my girlfriend. You won't find me on Instagram. You, you can find me on LinkedIn. I, I don't scroll through LinkedIn. I use it for just messaging, uh, prospecting purposes, but not on Facebook. I've got a, a, an, an app called Newsfeed Eradicator. That's brilliant. So I don't really get sucked into comparison. I, that's just such a trap. Like Even though you shouldn't compare, we all want to think the grass is green on the other side. It's just toxic. Um, I, I like social media, how you stay connected, but this just whole comparison thing, it, it's just built, they've just built it in, they've built it into the way it's designed, it's toxic, so I just stay away from it, and that's, comes back to that key lesson, you're stopping seeking that validation approval, and uh, once you stop doing that, and you accept that you don't want it, that you don't want that approval from the person you want, it's freeing, it is such a freeing feeling, man, I just feel so good talking about this, okay, Let's get into number two. You want to use visual keys and repetition to recondition your money mindset. All right. So I'm this dude before COVID who had minimal expenses living at home, pay a little bit of rent. Uh, parents pay for most of the food. Um, you know, I pay for stuff going out, pay for my phone bill, pay for the car stuff, whatever. But I was always broke. Okay, I didn't have a lot of overheads. I was always broke, buying lots of courses, books. I just never had enough, right? Um, 
And since this, since COVID, and since hiring my coach Pete, who will be on episode one hundred, by the way, can't wait to get Pete on the show. So Peach is Peach. <laughs> Pete Pete said, "Look, you need to get uh, you know your money mindset like positive, like thinking like money's abundant. Um, it's always in your life." I've said this before on the show, but one of the best things I've ever done is that I have, I should have $100 bills, but I've got $50 notes just taped around my, my office. Everywhere I look, I can see money. And there's a little note that I've got here. If you can see on the video, it says, where's the money? So I'm always thinking about what's the next opportunity? What's the next opportunity? What can I do right now? Now, mind you, I'm not this perfect person who is got the strongest work ethic where, you know, 14-hour days, like Ray Pang on the other podcast. Um, but it, it just gets you into gear, like, how can I make more money today? And instead of thinking, how am I going to pay the bills today? It's like, how am I going to make more money today? I can't tell you enough, like, so many crazy stories of just wealth just falling into my lap because because of these things. And yeah, sure, maybe I've done the actions to, for it to happen, but previously, before that, it never happened and I was putting in the actions to get it done. And sort of like, if you're wondering like, so what are some action steps I can take to improve this? Okay, number one, okay, tape. The, hopefully, you're in a room where no one's going to come into your, to your space and steal the money, but I would tape physical cash around you. Okay, that, I don't know why, it's just this ultimate signal. The other thing I like to do is when I walk around the block 15 minutes every single morning and I got this from this book called, uh, oh, let me get the book quick. So the book is called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph, the last name? <laughs> Dr. Joseph Murphy. And he, the one I said repetition before was that, um, he said three to four times a day, you want to be saying in your head, wealth, 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 wealth. And, you know, sometimes that can just get a bit, you just get a bit distracted. So I just think on three words that represent what I want to achieve. And that's wealth, success, abundance, wealth, success, abundance. I walk around the block. Okay. I try and link these words to things I want to achieve. Like wealth, just money, just, you know, just on the street, just pouring into my pockets success i've got my own vision board what success looks like for me it's like maybe having a newsletter master of youtube ads that's something coming up soon by the way um an abundance meet me like this baller ass villa where i just spoil my family and be like here this only took like a week's worth of work let's enjoy this just and linking these words and mental images to what i want I, i've found to be extremely helpful um, and hopefully that's, that's going to be a little bit less fluffy than all the motivational speakers on stage. Those are some practical things that I think will really, really help. Hey, this is Jules here. I just wanted to interrupt and bump in to talk about something I know will really help you on your online business journey like it helped me. I want to give you the keys to writing emails uh, sell. And not long ago, I actually helped a client sell over $150,000 in coaching programs. We didn't use a funnel. We didn't have any ads. We just used email. And the best part was that she only had a tiny list of about 2,000 people. 
And the lessons in here have taken me a lot of trial and error to understand how to craft emails at sell. And that's why I want to fast track it for you and give you all my secrets. So it's a checklist I've put together called the five costly email optim mistakes and how to avoid them. Inside, it's packed with timeless principles I've learned from old school direct response marketing pros. They're always the best. And it shows you the anatomy of an autoresponder series that gets results. But just to let you know, there are no quick ninja hacks that become obsolete in a few years. I've only picked the best stuff that's been proven to work again and again. And you can grab this checklist by going to julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes. So that's J-U-L-E-S-D-A-N.com forward slash email mistakes. All right, let's get back to the show. Now, the third and final one is linking back to the money thing. And that is to always have an F you money account. Uh, Fuck you money account. I had to spell it out for you. And it's to say no to bad clients. And it gives you... It gives you this space because picture this, right? How, how many times or do you remember a time where you've maybe had less than, I don't know, two, three hundred dollars in your account and you've got bills to pay and you and it's due in a couple of days and you're like, oh shit, like I need to find the money right now. Um, now, if you have that energy and mentality when you go into say like a client meeting or you're prospecting, mate, I, I don't know what it is, but the universe just doesn't like people who have this mindset of, I need the money today, okay? Now, that's why I like having this nice chunk of change that's in an account that I don't touch, but it's just there. So, if a client comes along and they're not good, then I say, sorry, can't help you, not interested, and that's sort of just like practical things. What can you do? So I have a list of who I will not work with and who I will work with. And the other day, I had a referral and I thought, great, this is going to be a primo lead coming in, talk to him. Dude's got an e-commerce business up and running. He's got this other business. Uh, I'll just keep it sort of somewhat anonymous. Um, and I told him the price tag, you know, it'll be two and a half K to do these emails. And he's like, great. I'm like, have you got a list up? You know, are you already contacting this list? Do you have an opt-in? Do you have traffic to this? And he's like, nope. But all I want is just really, really good emails, and then I'll set it all up. And then, I like, I, I don't, I'm not fast if I don't get results until I get it through. I'm like, nah, sorry, nah. Here's some steps you can take, so you can be ready to work with me. But I can't take your money because I wouldn't feel good because I wouldn't get results for you that fast. Now, it takes balls to say that when you have bills to pay, when you when you could use that cash, okay? But having that FU money in your account just gives you that, that, that space, that abundance energy, whatever it is, just signals to whoever you're doing business with, like, oh, okay, this dude's busy, this guy's in, like, he's doing well, I'm more attracted to this dude, it's like a lot of takeaway selling in the process, from just doing that, but having just so many good things about having that FU money account because, like I said, what what happens when you when you have less than two hundred dollars in your account and you need bills and you have bills to pay, well, versus you have a very nice, sizable amount 
that you don't touch. It's in your account and you just, <sighs> just sigh of relief every morning. Like, ah, I've got everything I need sorted. If, if she hits a fan, I'm good. If cl- bad clients come through my way, I don't have to put up with them. And that is one of my best money mindset mindset stuff. Just keep you happy. Keep you going. Keep you motivated. That I didn't have this eight months ago. And now I've learned. Maybe if you're a bit older and you're applying one or two of these or you're feeling one of these and um, you want to you want to feel some change, you want to see some results without having to learn more stuff because we're always bombarded with, here's the next course. Here's the next book you need to read. Okay, you need to be doing this social media and this content strategy. Um, but the cliche of it's all business is 80% mindset, 20% skill set. Yeah, 100% agree. It has just been an absolute game changer for me. And hopefully you can take uh, take some of these principles, even if you just apply one, just one. The first one I, I mentioned is just to let you free. And that's to stop seeking validation and approval from people who you desperately want validation and approval from. So like best friends, parents, family members. And the second thing is to use visual keys and repetition to recondition your mind, money mindset. Get those dollar bills around you. Get those three words of just what success is like to you and link it with visual imagery. And the last one is, like I said, have that F you money account. Say no to bad clients. Have that breathing room and will really, really help. That's it for today on Storytelling Secrets. All right, then on Thursday, we are going to have a bit of a throwback episode. Um, it's it's going to be a bit of a longer one, a bit of a deep one too. Um, it's all about how to suck the origin story out of you. Um, I used to do one. It's called the uh, Storytelling Secrets Framework, I believe. I haven't done it for ages, so I wanted to bring it back. And um, because this woman, she had a freaking traumatic past. And it, it's it's one thing for you to say to your clients, tell me your deepest, darkest secrets, go. But it's, it's just all about just making them feel comfortable, putting the mind at ease, directing the conversation, and you get some gold out, real good gold. So if that interests you, like being a sales detective... So you can just write way more persuasive copy in all your marketing. Thursday's episode is going to be for you. Otherwise, I'm going to see you later. Enjoy the week. Catch you later. Bye.